Eagle's Tale by Thera Hatton. Chapter 1 Candemar. Have you ever wondered what your dog dreams about? You probably think it's squirrels. Or maybe he's imagining all the slippers he could get his paws on if only you'd let him. But like most things, the truth is a little more complicated, and a little hard to believe. For instance, what if I told you your dog is a knight? That each knight, curled up by your feet or in his cuddly crate, he's fighting the forces of evil. I told you it was hard to believe. Here, why don't I tell you a story, something my own dog told me in a dream. Even if you don't believe me, it'll be a good story. And who doesn't need a good story every now and again? My dog is named Bilbo, after the famous Hobbit adventurer. And just like his namesake, my Bilbo has had his fair share of adventures, to say nothing of what's yet to come. Bilbo is a beagle. If you're not familiar with the breed, you'll want to be. The beagle's face doesn't droop quite like a bloodhound, but there's something in their soulful dark eyes and thoughtful snout that gives them a serious look. Don't be fooled. From the bright tongues, their wagging tails, and their playful barks, the beagle has more energy than they'll know what to do with, and more joy than you can imagine. They each have a white-tipped tail and a thin white stripe snaking from their foreheads to their wet noses. Bilbo has speckles of brown and black all over his snout and on his white paws. His legs are tan, like honey gold, and his tail is slowly turning brown too. There's a tiny white fleck on his neck, almost as though a drop of paint slipped off someone's brush. We got Bilbo from a farm in Kingston, Ontario, but he wasn't born there. We were told that a fellow had raised him in his home and dropped him off along with the rest of his litter. But, as I will discover, that wasn't quite true. Bilbo's story starts in a land quite far from here. Its real name is difficult for humans to pronounce. But let's just say that if you've ever heard your dog howl into the dark, you've heard some variation of it. I've given it the name of my own, which you can use if it will help you to imagine it. Of course, it's hard to believe a place like a place exists if there isn't a name to anchor it to. I call this land Canamar, and this is a place that every dog comes from. Eventually, every one of them goes back, but rarely will they find their way on their own. To enter this land, you must be led, and to leave, you must be called. Canamar is a land of magic and mystery. I've tried to find out as much as I can from Bilbo and from my research, but the details I can offer are, sadly, incomplete. It's a place where under and above ground are muddled, where there are tunnels of water and waterfalls of earth and great plunging seas of mist. A human like you or me could never truly appreciate its magic, for Canamar is not a place to be seen, but a place to be smelled. The smells of Canamar don't really exist elsewhere, I hear. There are some smells as rich and layered as colors, others as thick and tangled as a spider's web. For a dog, each path ripples with enchanting smells, and each breath of wind shivers with tantalizing odors. It isn't only dogs that live in Canamar. There are other creatures too, but this story isn't about them. Every dog is born in Canamar. This might be confusing to you. You might think, I've seen mother dogs give birth to their litters. I saw it happen right here in my living room. Or maybe you've seen it on TV. But here's the thing. 
There are two ways to be in Kanama. A dog might stand on its own forepaws, feel its earth under its toes or its water, waters over its back. But another dog might be only there in soul or in spirit or in its dreams. Haven't you ever taken a minute to wonder why puppies are born blind? It's because they aren't truly here with us just yet. They are still in Kanamar. For if you've left Kanamar once, the only way to return is if your eyes are closed. You might remember that a man brought Bilbo and his brothers to the farm in Kingston. When we first heard this, we believed this, though we had never met the original older owner. But like I said, the truth is a little more complicated. Bilbo was not brought into our world like puppies in the living room. He was born in Kanamar, in soul and in body. There are many reasons this might happen, reasons we can't fully understand. In Kanamar, destiny is much stronger than it is here, and every dog has a destiny. A destiny that might fluctuate, but that will never truly change. Bilbo's destiny kept him, at least at first, in Kanamar. You see, it was a troubled time in Kanamar. Its overseers were deeply worried, invested in the darkness that was sweeping over the human world. Although Bilbo was small, he could feel this too. While rolling around in play with other puppies, or cuddling close to his mother's milk, he could smell the murmurs of trouble stewing all around him. What he didn't expect was that he would be asked to do something about it. By the time he felt the tug in his chest, he was getting bigger. Already he bounded around the other puppies in play, and loved to bury his snout in the dirt and breathe in the richness of the smells. Canamar and its mystery seemed a treasure for him to unlock, and every day Bilbo's nose twitched at a new odor. He had been pawing at a particularly fascinating mushroom when he felt the pull. There was a smell he had never come across before, something that felt gold and that fizzled against his nostrils. Before he knew it, he was trotting through the babbling water tunnels, following the strange beguiling scent as though it was a compass. Eventually, Bilbo found himself in a small cavern, not one made of stone, but of moss. He could even feel it breathing and moving under his paws, sighing as though it was a living creature. The walls crawled with green and white. He had never been in a place so quiet. The rest of Kanamar was overrun with dogs of all shapes and sizes, poodles and huskies and shih tzus, chihuahuas and malamutes and terriers. Every one of them was bursting with barks, or at least with loud pants. Tails were eggless, endlessly wagging. The beat of paw to ground never stopped. But here, there was quiet. The overseers are not dogs, but something different. Still, they have many similarities, like an affinity for smell and a love of bones. I don't believe a human has ever seen one, and even dogs find their appearance difficult to process. Somehow the light around them shifts too much, and their limbs do not quite match up to how other living creatures exist. But the overseers are warm, kindly creatures at heart, and that is something that any dog can sense. So, while he felt nervous, Bilbo didn't feel fear, surrounded by the masters of Kanamar. Bilbo suspected this was the same chamber where dogs were sent to the other world, the human one he had not yet encountered. Yet the overseers had a different task in mind for Bilbo. They didn't obviously speak English, but I'll transcribe their conversation here to make it easier for you to understand what happened. Small dog, what have you smelled lately? 
That's how the overseers began. Oh, so many things. I can't even remember all of them. There was a mushroom and a nice dirt smell and something really tantalizing that I couldn't quite put my paw on. Good, good. But tell us, small dog, have you smelled something that feels different? Bilbo wasn't sure how to answer. You have to remember he was still young. Everything felt different to him. He wasn't quite sure what different was supposed to mean. The overseer said, something dark, perhaps? So this was what they were getting at. It was true that, at odd moments during the day, Bilbo might catch a whiff of something that made his fur stand on edge. A smell that couldn't quite be disentangled. One that he couldn't properly catch. It seemed to invade his body through his nose and make all his bones shake. Bilbo said, There is a bad smell, the only smell I don't like. But I don't know what it could be or where it comes from. The overseers exchanged a look. This is what they had been hoping for. From what I understand, not all dogs can smell the darkness. Some have other powers, other strengths. But Bilbo could, and that was just what Canamar needed. The overseers explained, It comes from the human world, and it's the smell of fear. It's awful and dangerous, and this year, there has been more of it than we have seen in a long time. Terrible things are happening there, small dog. Death and uncertainty. So much of it, in fact, that it threatens to invade Kanamar. How could that happen? Bilbo couldn't believe it. Kanamar seems so powerful, so constant and solid. The overseers went on. Kanamar and the human world are closely related, and it is our job to help watch over the humans. Some of our dogs do this. They fight the darkness out in the human world, even if they have trouble smelling it. But sometimes the darkness floods into Kanamar and gathers in, the, gathers in the nooks and crannies of our own tunnels and seas and waterfalls. But how could it possibly enter, Bilbo wondered. This is what we need you to find out, small dog. Somewhere there is a crack in the foundations of Kanamar, maybe more than one, and we need dogs who can smell the darkness to seek them out. You will become one of these dogs, a searcher who can show us our weaknesses. Despite himself, Bilbo trembled. It wasn't the dark smell that unnerved him, though it made his fur crawl. It was a thought that he might have to fight it alone. But he had no reason to worry. The overseers led him into a different cavern, one that was brighter and louder. There were other puppies yapping and squealing and playing. His companions. What hadn't quite sunk in was what this quest meant. In order to find the cracks in Kanamar, there would have to be two teams. One would search on the inside, but the other would have to go out. Not quite into our world, but into the hazy lands that stretch between the two worlds. No small responsibility for a small dog like Bilbo.